here's a story from The World. Afrofuturism emerged in the 1990s with musicians, writers, and filmmakers imagining a better future for Black people. Now Afrofuturism is having another moment, from the success of the Black Panther movie to musicians like Beyonce and Rihanna. Black people writing themselves into the future, even writing the future itself. As part of our series, Movement, we focus today on one musician whose sound and persona is built on Afrofuturism. Maclete Hadero has the story. For Dr. Inongo Lumumba Kasongo, a.k.a. Samus, Afrofuturism is a well of inspiration, a living current underneath all her work. I mean, just listen to her powers. Samus is a rapper, producer, beat maker, and educator with a doctorate in science and technology studies from Cornell. And she's the grandniece of Patrice Lumumba, the legendary Congolese freedom fighter. I mean... If that doesn't sound like a superhero, I don't know what does. I discovered her music about five years ago, and it was her rapid-fire, dense rhymes, emotionally vulnerable lyrics, and onstage persona that hooked me. We caught up with her at her home in Philadelphia, where she's teaching, working on music, and consulting for a new video game project that's part of a series at HBO. You probably get asked about Afrofuturism a lot. I wonder, do you feel like it was like something that where the world caught up to to where you were? I love that you put it that way, because I do feel in a lot of ways like the things that I've been interested in and the questions that I've been concerned with throughout my life finally Mm -hmm. have the resources and spaces to kind of talk through them in a larger scale than I could have ever imagined. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, when I was a kid, the scale was like, oh, I just want friends. I just want Mm -hmm. other people who are in this headspace. And now the scale is like, oh, we can change the culture. Like, and this is what I say a lot to students when they ask me questions. It's like, lean into the things that make you weird. Lean into those things because I promise that's where all of the gold is. Yeah. This is going to sound funny, but I'm just, I'm compelled to ask, do you think of yourself as weird? Or did you think of yourself as weird growing up? That's a really great question. My dad is from the Congo. My mom is from the Ivory Coast. And we grew up in Ithaca in upstate New York. So you, you know, you can imagine how few black immigrants there were in, you know, cold Ithaca. Mm. So, you know, as I was developing an identity and trying to figure out, like, what do I actually like? Like, what interests me and makes me happy, especially in my identity as like a geek or a nerd? Like, mm. what do those things mean when you're a little black girl? And the the things that you might gravitate towards and really not see yourself reflected in, in mm. a number of different ways, you know? Um, I'm not sure if that gives a good good picture of what it was like but well well, it it does and it makes me wonder how that plays into you becoming a producer Mm. do you feel like those things are connected I definitely think a producer is someone who knows how to listen and observe like Mm. I think being this little kid who felt sort of like an alien my primary mode was just observation and listening and and being really still (laughs) you know in different settings The other more immediate connection is that I listened to a lot of video game music as a kid because my older brother was often the one playing. So while I was the co-pilot, I'm just listening. (laughs) The most clear in my mind is Sonic the Hedgehog, the Sega Genesis game. 
I was so captivated because of the musicality of the soundtrack. Like, it didn't feel just like bleeps and bloops. It felt really well composed and foreign and weird in a way that resonated with my weirdness. Like, this is a music from elsewhere, some other world, but it's also done in a really human way. Mm. The character that I get my name from, Samus, is from a video game uh, franchise called Metroid. And the first game, Metroid, has a beautiful soundtrack as well. And it's really, uh, it's a darker game than most of the other games that were around at the time that it came out. Like, it was labyrinthian. And the music reflects that darker, more windy uh, tone. So the music became really, really um, like the thing that I fixated on. And that made me want to make music as I was kind of growing up. So Samus is then more than a name. It's a character. Absolutely. And being able to inhabit her, she's like the most powerful. She's (laughs) amazing and iconic. Yeah, even E.T. could fall home. No, it wasn't easy. The Chozo had to intervene. I was three, seen my folks crow. So they took me to Z. And the first beats that I were making, I wouldn't even call them beats because I was thinking about them more as songs that I would want to appear in a video game or cartoon (laughs) if and when that would exist. And I remember showing them to friends and they were like, this is weird. Like, why are you making music for a video game that doesn't exist? Like, or a a cartoon that doesn't exist. Today, so many of those ideas that seemed like a fantasy when Inongo was a little girl, they've become reality. I'm the audio director for a women of color-led video game studio called Glow Up Games. She's actually making video game music. And we're working on a mobile game for the scripted series, Insecure. I'm on this forward path. I'm focused. It's like no job. In the game, you get to stand in for Issa Rae, the creator and star of Insecure, as she raps in front of her bathroom mirror. I'm kind of in as the music director, but also the rap consultant, which is so exciting to have that be a thing that exists in the world. It's so interesting. It's almost like you created the space for yourself and then you walked into it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that framing of it. That it's, and that's what we're doing all the time. Like radical nurturing one's imagination because that's, that's how any of this stuff exists. This microphone or this, you know, this computer. And we often forget that, that people just made this up. <laughs> And I think that's a key tenant in Afrofuturism is the inhabiting of other worlds, different spaces, spaces that we were told were never designed for us as as Black folks and particularly as Black women. That's musician Inongo Lumumba Kasongo, a.k.a. Samus, speaking with Maklit Hadero for the project Movement on Stories of Music and Migration. It's produced with Ian Koss at PRX. Check out the musicians we featured in this series on our Spotify playlist, details at theworld.org slash movement.